up people, my name's Waymar, <laughs> and this is the Everyone <laughs> But Us podcast, episode five. Make some noise, <laughs> You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London. We're rolling. We're rolling. We we're are. rocking and we're rolling. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Everyone But Us podcast, episode number six, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yes. Right. Yeah, you are six. correcting your Episode number six. My name is Lewis, a.k.a. Don Gino, the first. Don't forget <laughs> it. Don't fucking wear it out. <laughs> yeah, off yeah. of my fucking head. <laughs> On my right, we have Mr. A.K.A. Wem Dizzle, Thank you. the guitar extraordinaire. That's nice. Black Squatch. Oh, that's nice. We're going to get to the heart of the, the nasty part, Nick. I'm waiting for the cuss. Black Squatch. <laughs> just like the Sasquatch. <laughs> and of course, we've got the man from Death Row Records, the man who's behind the fucking cameras and behind the fucking PC, making the sound all good and shit. Suge fucking white. Suge white. Yeah. Steve BDF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Steve welcome white. everyone. Let's give it up. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. So what's been happening, everyone? What's been going on? Well, should we introduce our special guest and then? Yeah, we could yeah. do. Give bring him in the conversation. Wow. We've got a very special guest today. Very, very special. We've got like a special interview. We're going to be talking to someone who a lot of people in the scene will probably know. <coughs> Have seen on stage, and have been. What's the what? Could, what else could you could I say? Um, seen him in the pub. Yeah. yeah. Seen him out in the alleyway, fucking smoking. Aka yeah. Dynamo. As, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Doing, doing magic tricks part time. <laughs> I was going to bring that one out later. <laughs> bring it back out again later. Spoil it now. <laughs> fucking made me laugh that dude. Yo, we've got fucking Joe Majuri doing a special interview with us. And if you don't know who Joe Majuri is, he is the ex bassist in Cold Hard Truth. So give it up, fucking Joe. What's up, oi, Joe? Oi. How you doing, man? Yeah, man, all good. Bit fucking tired after work, but yeah, no, good to be here. Cheers for inviting hey, me down. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you all. It's an experience, isn't it, mate? Yeah. You forgot to mention that he's also a good uh, guitar, the new guitar player in Last Orders. Oh, that's right. Last Orders Hardcore, not the Last Orders Far Right Band, C. Kyle. But yeah, <laughs> he's... Um, Playing oh, guitar. Me, I thought it was a fucking Nazi version. I'm disappointed now. Nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that's what he told me when I joined. But I know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we should we should do a Lewis Farrakhan fucking band instead, <laughs> ain't it? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, he's playing guitar in my new fucking band. Um, he was playing. We just playing bass in Tantrum as well. Yeah, I did a bit of bass in that, um, along with many other people, I think, as well. But uh, yeah, did did a bit of filling for a few gigs. Do you know what? There. I never knew you played guitar, you know, until last orders. Yeah, no, I don't really. I just, <laughs> I just like sit at home. Like I play, I, yeah, I used to play guitar at home and stuff just because you get a bit of distortion instead of like just sat there, drop C bass, like boom, 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 playing beat down. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I've just been playing guitar for a few years and then got a guitar a couple of years ago, um, being housebound and that, we'll get into that. And then, uh, yeah, I just thought, well, the songs are going to be easy enough for me to have a go of it so I thought yeah why not like switch it up it's different it's different music to Cold Hard Truth 
And then I thought, let's go for a different instrument as well, like a whole new challenge sort of thing. No, that's cool, man. Right. Sick, so your next band, you'd be a drummer. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> or saxophone. Saxophone's an instrument I've always admired. Yeah. Really, like Murphy's Law, man. Yeah. Oh, geez, that'd be amazing. Yeah. There's not enough band with sax anymore. No. I'll be, I'll be more like that was a careless whisper, careless George Michael. Yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a saxophone and be like that geezer at the Lost Boys. Let <laughs> <laughs> me show off. on stage. Have you seen that clip going around? That'd be the worst thing ever. Oh, that Slayer g- one. That's fucking. I was, what, what, what one's that? There's in it George Michael and Slayer. Uh, nah, the one I've got. The guy in just, the abyss. Ah, uh, no, I haven't seen that one. I'm gonna have to check that oh, out. Is that mate. the one with the geezer going into like uh, shopping malls? Is yeah, the yeah. Oh, that's fucking amazing. He like, and he's, I think I've seen he's just spot. going fucking ham like. In the middle of a shopping yeah. mall in America, just fucking playing that saxophone bit, you know. <laughs> 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 I ain't seen that. Nice quality, mate. If I was oh, going to learn that. saxophone, that'd be the first song I, I would learn. Definitely, I reckon. What, Kelly Whisper? Yeah, man. That's I'd like... learn. Um, I'd learn Baker Street. You're showing your age, man. Yeah. Fuck you. Was that a one-hit wonder that tune? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who did it. Who did that? Can't remember. Can't remember that. It's just like seven tune, isn't it? It's one of those tunes that you hear. Yeah, I've listened to the radio before, right? Yeah, it's a proper radio tune you hear on like Magic or something like, and you go, oh yeah, I know that tune, but I don't know who fucking actually done it. Like Radio 2, Drive Time. There you go, there you go. That's it. I'm having a fucking saxophone bit pretty much, that's it. Sexy. Something about Baker Street. Sexy. So yeah, what's been happening? What have we been doing? Since our last podcast with TRC, you know what? Um, I was cleaning out my loft, and I was I come across some CDs. Have you guys done this? Whereby you'd be going through your old shit, and then like you'll find some CDs or old tapes. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh shit, I remember this. I remember this. Yeah. I saw. Um, I ain't afraid to admit it. The Green Day is it Doogie album? Yeah, I yeah. used to bang that album hard all the time. No, I, I did. Man. When I was when I was about I fourteen, thought, I was fucking. Yeah. I used to play that album all the time. Pretty but sure you know, that. you get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm not listening to that no more. Yeah. It's not hard enough. <laughs> yeah. But I put it back on, and I've been banging it. There's a couple of bangers on that on that album, man. I've been listening to. It. Have you guys got any cringy shit that you can? Uh... I think that's a solid album. To be honest, that is a I've, solid album. To isn't be it? fair, I don't think I've listened to it in about fucking fifteen to twenty years, but. That's oi, solid, man. Oh, have another listen, man. I'm telling yeah. you, man. I, I think I've what I got it on tape. I want to add it on tape. Well, you've got a tape recorder in your car, 40. so you're all right. You can play it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to no cringy shit, but like, remember when we went to fucking, um, we went on the Prowler tour with, uh, well, the weekend with Iron Dad, and we was at Jilene and, uh, after yeah. the show. And we had the... And we were playing with you on Spotify and that. But like yeah. Michael McDonald, she goes, I've been just banging that recently. I listened to all this. <laughs> Michael McDonald was a G, man. He's a G, man. Like, he's, I don't want to say it's cringy, but it's like... Is that the geezer? Is that the geezer? What sings like this? No. Yeah, no. Well, I think it was someone else. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Things will never be the same again. That shit, yeah. yeah. Do you know that? I don't I know, know that song. Brothers, is it Brothers Doobie? Is that the man he was in? Is that what they're called? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know like, man. I thought he was just I don't know. But yeah, he done a. I can't remember. I can't, uh, I can't remember the tune. It's on fucking YouTube. But uh, what's that fucking geezer? There's a video with a. Uh, it's not Chevy Chase. It's the other fucking eighties famous eighties famous eighties fucking actor. He was in um, City Slickers. What's that fucking guy's City name? Slickers. Uh, guy's I can't name remember what that what that film. What, what with Billy? I remember the film, but I don't think I've seen it. 
Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, there's a tune with him and he's and they're all in the video, they're all doing some fucking eighties fucking shit. But the tune's banging, man. I've just been banging that recently, like then the old fucking YouTube, you're getting into it, then all of a sudden it's like some DV ass fucking Joe Wicks over. Hello, I'm Joe Wicks, oh, don't know. <laughs> Fuck off you mug. Eighties pop was fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, man. No, Come on, man. No doubt. It was 80s true, pop was dope, man. 80s, everything was pretty much like on point, I think. Yeah. To me, to me, anyway. But so then you're talking to like the number one 80s fucking air metal True, fan. like, true. Yeah, but you're talking, I'm talking pop, you're talking yeah. glam. But fucking, even like hip hop for me as well. I, but oh, yeah. I got into, I'm not fucking massively into hip hop by any standards, but I got into it by raiding my brother's vinyl connection. My brother's nine years older than me. Yeah. So I just went through his vinyl at one stage when I was about 14, 15, pulled out Public Enemy, yep. Run DMC, yep. Cool Mo D, MC Shan, fucking Boogie Down Productions and all that kind of stuff. And I just fucking played it all to death. You recently went to Run DMC, didn't you? I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh shit, what was that like? It, it was all right, but... Um, oh, that was like that. Um, where was that? Hammersmith, was it? Hammersmith, yes. yeah. <clears throat> not, not that I can chat about anyone getting fat but run got fat <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to fucking run doesn't oh, he geez, he does need to run but he's got one of them granddad necks that comes down like that now you can't, oh, you can't see it but you know what I mean he's a multi-millionaire though he yeah must fuck, it, fuck it <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. he's eating bare twinkies like the fucking yeah. copper in fucking lethal weapon isn't it <laughs> DMC though DMC looks the same as he did fucking 20 years ago just without the glasses what was the crowd like was it it was uh, it was weird. It was like um, it was sort of like I was hanging around waiting for my girlfriend at Hammersmith Station, and while I was waiting, I was just observing the people hanging around, right? And there was like geezers with pints in their hands, with fucking big pot bellies, grey hair, Guns and Roses T-shirts, and I thought this is going to be the same crowd that I see when I go to watch fucking Poison or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same fucking crowd, and it pretty much was man there's obviously it was a little bit different you had just sort of like proper old school hip-hop guys there as well like sort of like gray-haired fucking old geezers still getting down <laughs> was, there geezers, was there geezers getting their fucking uh lionels at doing fucking uh break dancing and all that <laughs> oh, shit, like. i fucking <laughs> wish <laughs> yeah. i wish man <laughs> that was a real like in the fucking middle of fucking hammersmith like just like yeah, just roll them out and just do a couple of fucking <laughs> pop and locks here mate fuck it we need more of that Getting the old <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when, you remember when fucking Pete United used to do it? Yeah. In the break, there was like a little breakdown or something in one of their tunes, and he just used to jump into the crowd and start fucking <laughs> break dancing on the fucking floor in front of everyone. Was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking punk as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, it's wicked. What else has been going on then? I think we had a. Uh, this is hardcore. You seen some of the clips from this is hardcore? Oh yeah, over in Philadelphia, yeah. man. That looks fucking pretty good, man. It's like, well, it happens. When did it happen? Last Three weekend. days ago, like but last weekend. weekend yeah. Yeah. I don't know when this is going to come out, so it could be a couple of weeks ago. Yes. By the time this podcast comes out, but I saw some clips of Wisdom in Chain. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fucking insane, man. The stage of Yeah, the stage invasion. There was loads of stage invasions, man. Like loads of the bands. I, I Even the that. newer bands, the older bands. I don't want to say older bands of Wisdom in Chains, but like Ooh, shocks. No, cussing Wisdom in Chains. You hear that, Mitch? He's cool. You old. Get him, get oh, him on your shit, podcast, the post American podcast. They're get coming him. on the nineteenth. Last order's gonna get kicked off the fucking show. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't mean old bands. You know what I mean, like fucking no, bands that ev everyone. The bands that like some young kids will not fucking get it, but everyone, everyone fucking gets wisdom and chains like. But yeah, some of the younger bands that are fucking 
up and coming in the scene, like Vane. Vane's fucking set looked fucking insane. And Marauder, who were coming over in London at the end of the month to play for Ready Fest, a little sly plug in there, get your fucking <laughs> tickets, <laughs> I'll fucking kill you if you don't get I'm joking. <laughs> so yeah, they said it looked really good. And um, we also did see that I thought, like, Jesus Peace Day, fuck it, said it looked really fucking good. Energetic. But obviously, all the uh, the clips and that that we've seen are all like off of people's phones and stuff like that. So once, obviously, Sunny Hate 56 does his, what's it called, his, uh, his videos, him, then they'll obviously be able to see, like, real shit. Like, so yeah, support. Sunny, support all the newer hardcore bands, the older ones, not Wisdom in Chains, and just Ooh. support. Oh. I didn't, I didn't custom, I didn't oh. custom, like. It's, you know guns are legal that, in America. I think that come Guns out. are legal in America, right? Well, I'm bulletproof, <laughs> I'm like Nick Cage, I'm like Nick Cage, <laughs> Nick Cage, Cage, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Nick Cage. Nick Cage, he's cousin. He's like cousin, the non-bulletproof version. He's more like Dirty Den, though, to be fair. <laughs> he was he was bulletproof, wasn't he? Sticking his middle finger in his mouth <laughs> in front of the fucking webcam. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to this is hardcore though. My f- one of my favorite all time bands played man, District Nine. And I got, oh I shit! Got, yeah, yeah, I got fuck. to watch the like someone recorded it. It's quite a good copy from yeah. behind the stage uh, on Facebook, and they killed it, man. But that's a band that I need to see one. Yeah, though, man. District it's Nine. True, fucking man. hell. I've never seen either. Someone did try and get him in the UK, but it never happened. Who knows? Oh, man. (laughs) You see, uh, when Cesar done his solo, that geezer could play guitar, man. Like, Yeah, he can play, man. Oh, man. man. Fuck. Lost for words. That's all I can say, man. But yeah, hopefully, District 9 can come back over to Europe. They've never been over to Europe, have they? No, they haven't. No, they haven't. No, they haven't been over to Europe. That'd be fucking... We've seen Billy Club over here. We've seen Wisdom there coming soon. We've seen Scarhead, Madball. AF seen so many good bands have been over here like Crown of Thorns. They so. were never a touring band, District Nine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but hopefully let's see, let's see what happens. Let's see what the new year brings. And obviously, I think they bring they bring that new music soon. So not maybe not this year. Or they should be bringing that music this year, next year. Who knows? But yeah, let's see, make it happen. Yo, if you can hear noise in the background, we apologise. We're um, at Mill Hill rehearsal rooms again, and like a clown, I booked the room next to the drum rehearsal room. So there's someone playing drums really badly. EDL marching band. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can hear it. Free Tommy. Are <laughs> 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 you free? What are you talking about? Oh yeah, about? Tommy's free. Tommy, you need to go back in the cell. Tommy's free. Everyone but us. Straight from the heart of London. So yeah, as we mentioned earlier on, we've got like our special guest today is Joe Cold Archery, Joe Majuri. Um, he's gonna we've got a little well he's got a story that he could tell like let the people know obviously who are listening right about now but uh, two years ago if people don't know or obviously people who some people who, a lot of people who did know Joe was involved in a serious accident uh, whilst he was driving so we're just gonna basically hear his story and go from there and see how he's come basically he's like the bionic man but with like Poundland <laughs> 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 Yo, man, yeah, so Joe, thank you for coming to share your your story, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Like, I don't know, like when you first asked me, I was like, all right, why would anyone want to know about this sort of thing? But um, nah, I yeah, I it guess was... it's got connections to sort of hardcore as well. Like, there is a lot of hardcore mentality. I don't want to be like cliche or whatever, but, and then bands and stuff like that, like influences and stuff. But yeah, as, Lewis said, as some of you may have heard, some of you may have not heard, some of you care, some of you might not, but but yeah, basically I was in a car crash like two years, it was 2016, January the 13th on a Wednesday, not that I remember. Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, like, so, 
up to that point, where was you coming back from? Like, was you coming back? Was you on your way home, or was you going somewhere? Do you remember any of that part at all? Yeah, I was leaving home, going to work. So this was like between seven and a half, seven in the morning, in, on a January morning. So it's like dark and shit. And I don't remember anything prior to the crash, kind of until the night before. So night before and then I've gone to bed and then I don't remember I don't remember getting up getting changed and all that shit going to work and everything I just and then I just remember then waking up like in hospital with my mum and dad at the bottom of my bed and then I was like you know when you wake you know, like you know in dreams when you wake up and you're like is that real is this not you're like when you just come out of it like if you fucking smashed out your head or anything mm. it was sort of like that wow. and then yeah so so if so if you no. go back, what you was what can you remember of that tractor then? You was what, what was it a country lane road? Yeah, so no yeah. road lights. So this was when I was living in Cambridgeshire in a little village called Ramsey, which is literally in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um Is there a Ramsey Street there? I think there may <laughs> well be. Neighbours. Neighbors That's about like the only thing if there is. Um yeah, so I, I was living there because I was living on my own and stuff like that. And then I was working in Cambridge, so then I had to drive to and from there every day. And it's about, I think it's about 23 miles or something like that, which don't sound far, but it's like proper country, windy roads and shit. That's a lot, shit. 23 miles on country lanes. Is, is, is yeah, an hour, yeah, yeah. What, an hour? It's, it's a good hour minimum. And then, then you have to get on the A14, which is just the absolute worst road in Britain, if anyone knows. Um, so you're on that. So you, average commute to work is like hour, hour and a half a day there and back. So it's like, fucking it's hell. a fucking long one as it is. And like, it's only Cambridge as well. It's just like the roads are ridiculous around there. So was it, is it pitch black at this time? Just about like, cause I'm, I'd, at the time I didn't remember fuck all like for weeks. Um, then I ended up going to this session and then I was getting flashbacks. So from the flashbacks from what I can remember is the road was the same color as the sky. It's like oh, wow. all that bluey grey, seven in the morning, like yeah, yeah. The sun is just mm. coming up, the moon's still up, sort of thing, like yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't actually remember what happened. I've been told I was overtaking some cars like prior to that, and then I went to overtake one on this road, and it's just like yeah, one, one up, one down, sort of street. And for whatever reason, I've gone to overtake it, and then there's been a head-on. There's a car coming on the other side of the road, and I've just not seen it. My car at the time was an MG ZR, which is a Rover 25, which is a bag of shit. And uh, then I hit a Mercedes GL 350, which is like a people carrier, big fucking tank, like. Oh hmm. shit! So there was three cars involved. No, it's just me and the other one. Oh sorry, yeah, okay. So it's just where'd straight. Where did you get the other car from? <laughs> I thought you did no, yeah, yeah. So I, I overtaking one. Gotcha. I'll sort of come out, and as I've come out, this car's been coming on to hit me. That's that's the official story. That's what I've heard. So it is unfortunate to say that is my fault. Um, not something I'm proud of, obviously. But and I don't recall why I would have done it. Which is the I don't know whether it's like that mystery, like to yourself, like why you did. That. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that's probably never going to get solved because I remember there's many people in the hospital and everything that have said that you like your brain is like a hard drive and if it suffers trauma, it's something that it tries to erase 
as much as it can so you don't have to remember that sort of shit oh, um, wow, it can store what it wants sort of thing so something like that it just it's not good for yourself yeah, to remember yeah, yeah. something like that so your your mind and your body tries to get rid of it as much as it can which is why some people then get yeah and uh, was it amnesia or something like that and then like yeah. can't remember stuff mm. and like also because i had a bleed on the brain as well because in this crash i fucking smashed my body to literally smithereens so it was a, uh, it was literally head on yeah head on driver to driver so it would have been like because the, the cars spun round or my car at least spun round from what I've seen in the pictures and everything like in the papers and that because it's like local papers oh, I was papers. in the papers I've gone yeah yeah you can you just like if you google um cold our truth space <laughs> 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 um yeah yeah just if you it, it was in it was just outside a village called Pidley which is in between Ramsey and Cambridge um, yeah, if you Google like Piddly car crash 2016, you'll find it in there. And there's a picture of my car. What was the car like when you looked at it? Fucked. Absolutely. I've got pictures on my phone and that because Damo, cold our truth, blessing me fucking like him and his mum and everything. They went to see my car. And then like if there's any possessions in there and stuff that they need to get rid of. That was at like the, the forensics guys and stuff like that because they're doing all the crash assessments and all that shit. And then, uh, yeah, Damo took pictures of the car and everything, not the aftermath. And it's just like, for me, totally. to, like when I looked at it, I was like, Jesus. Like, did you have it? Has it got airbags and stuff in it? It did, but they didn't go off. Oh, it is a shit car then. Fuck. <laughs> but so you got the full impact of the, what, the steering wheel? Yeah, so I took the steering wheel on my chin, like the full wow. impact, which is, so I broke, my, I broke my jaw in three places, like left, right, where it connects to you your bottom jaw and top jaw and then in the middle as well right right belief your bottom lip so i've got all metal plating in there the whiplash of that then broke my neck going backwards you broke your neck yeah yeah Fuck so i yeah. broke my neck um on the second peg which is called the hangman's peg or something like that which is like you know when you like if you're on the fucking gallows and shit when people are getting hung yeah that's the bone that snaps so then like that breaks the neck and stuff like that so oh, that's yeah I'm obviously that's one away from the first vertebrae which is then like instant paralysation so I'm like inches even centimetres or whatever from no movement for the rest of my life sort of thing fucking hell man I mean this is all stuff that I like found out as you as it's going along so like yeah smashed my jaw up broke my neck uh, left arm left sort of top arm so like yeah you listen to it so you sort of imagine that left arm uh, right wrist, couple of ribs, left and right, I think. Uh, left femur in my leg, which is like the longest bone in your body. Um, that almost got internally sort of severed from sort of top to bottom leg because the bone was that shattered. But <sighs> Fucking hell. Wow, man. Yeah, so I've got all metal plating in various so bits So you are the pieces. bionic man, right? Yeah. The million <laughs> dollar man. <laughs> I always get dubious when I go through sort of passport control and stuff and since I've been away, but it never goes off, so out of trouble so far. But uh, yeah, so... So we could hide drugs in you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh, yeah, no, it's weird. Because as you're in hospital, they're explaining you all this, like having to come around and everything like that. Was you, sorry, was you, was you in a coma then? Yeah, I was in an induced coma. 
So right. they put they put you in. A, I don't under you. They, they put you in an induced coma to give your brain. Is it time to? Yeah, they do it. I think because your body's in that much shock, and I, f- I was in and out of consciousness. The sort of it since like the paramedics came in, everything like that. That's my sort of flashbacks. That's why I can remember the the sky and the road is because. I can remember waking up with my face pinned to the steering wheel, like the left side of it. So I was like laying on my left side. And then I, I was looking down at my right leg and I just could not move at all. And it's just one of them dreams where you, it just felt like one of them dreams. Yeah. When you, you just like, you can't move, but it's just going to be all right because you're going to wake up in a bit and it's all going to be fine. And then I could hear like the generator, then I must have like passed out again. Then I heard the generator of the cutting machine, like from the fire geezers. And then I'm sure he was asking me questions and stuff like that. Apparently, like, because I got airlifted to uh, Addenbrooke's Hospital in Cambridge, like, big up Addenbrooke's forever because, yeah, they saved my life. NHS, man, yeah. For, yeah, you know NHS. It. You know it. Fuck this privatisation shit. If you was in America, you'd have been left with a big fat I'd be bill. fucked. You'd, be, you'd have to do a GoFundMe, like a lot of our friends in America when they get hurt. Yes. Yeah, it's a broken leg or whatever. That's yeah, literally just a, a broken leg or a fucking like some major fucking mm. surgery. You got to fucking pay fucking hundreds of thousands and yeah, rebuild your fucking house. Got to sell your fucking house and all that, and yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's nuts. It's nuts. And for what like the emergency services that I used, just on that crash was like I used like the police would have been there to shut off the roads, and then I've had the ambulance, I've had the fire crew, air ambulance, so I've had everything but the fucking coast guard there, and yeah. that's all on our national health system it's just like you can't fucking get any like yeah you can't beat that yeah and the service that i got like it's the same air crew that um one of our like prince william or something like that that he funds or he's part of oh right now fair play yeah like i don't know if he was there but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah apparently like i was conscious like in and out of consciousness in the air in the helicopter and everything like i was answering my name and date of birth and stuff like that which is weird because i fucking like bit all my tongue to bits as well stupid like, question but when you're that bad, badly like injured yeah did it get to a point where you don't feel the pain no more or was you in excruciating pain no I couldn't from what I can remember I couldn't feel a thing you just at nothing. the time yeah I think when your body's in shock in it you just you don't feel anything I think that's the adrenaline I guess just yeah yeah there must have been that much adrenaline like because cause that just kicks in straight away um just to fucking get you out of sort of certain situations, like human instinct, I guess. Because of that shock to the system, innit? Like, yeah. Like, I, yeah, from what I, because I barely remember anything, like, from getting, from in, from the actual impact to then, or even that morning, like, before that, to then, like, waking up later, like, three days later in hospital. Because, yeah, they put me in a coma because of, of that, and then, because like, they had to rush me straight into emergency services, do... I can't remember how many hours of operations or how many operations I had in that first instance. It must have been like all hands on deck. Like, was, was there ever a point where your life was in danger? Yeah, Were there you? was a point from what I've heard, like this point when I was awake, but it was when I, I think when I got rushed in, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have known what kind of situation or what, what the outcome would have been. Um, I think they just could, they just tried to do whatever they could at the time and then assess the situation after that. And it was a bit, I think it was, there must have been a point where it was a bit touch and go or just not, not certain 100% to say, to give the answer to my 
family and that like yes he is gonna make it out so yeah, it would like, have been touch and go <clears throat> did did they like give a sort of percentage of a chance sort of thing I'm not I don't know to be honest I don't no. know whether they did like 50-50 or whatever but I think it was right. just sort of wait and see sort of thing it was apparently like that day when I crashed there was another crash on the A14 in Cambridge here which where his car like exploded or something like that Fuck. on the same day so like my family then get the call for a car crash in Cambridge to see that. this car that's blown up and it's just like what the fuck oh jeez yeah. so then they try and come to the hospital but then they're stuck in all this traffic because of this so it took them like six hours to do like a one and a half hour journey fuck, finally get be. to me oh no like agony they must have gone through like confusion Jesus. I mean yeah. I've got a daughter and I can't even begin to think if that if I got that phone call I would I'd be I'd be fucked do you know what I mean so must have been really yeah. hard for your parents man really hard um Stupid question. When you when you put into a juice coma, yeah, d- does it feel like you're sleeping? Can you do you dream? I didn't. Or you just? Yeah, no, yeah. I guess some people do. Maybe I don't know. I didn't personally in um, that first three days, like when I was in the coma and everything like that. And then I don't know how I came out of it either. I guess it just it just is a point where you just wake up. I guess. But then you, I couldn't move at all. Well, they told me not to move as well. Because like every literally everything in my bone, like my body's all smashed the bits and everything, like legs, arms, neck, the lot. So I just had to lay there for days on end, really. Could you talk? No, I couldn't talk because they gave me a tracheotomy. What's that? So it's like the old like pen in the neck sort of oh, thing. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. So you got because um, I sewed my vocal cords up. Um, I can't remember exactly why it was, but yeah. They did that, and then they put this tracheotomy in, so you're breathing through that because of the lungs and everything. Because I punched my lungs, that's why, because you can't breathe properly. Because I was on like support for the lungs, having like pipes in you and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a ventilator or something, isn't it? Yeah, like all these beeping sounds behind me and stuff, all these screens and everything that people's looking at, but I'm not allowed to move, so I can't see anything. So you just like <coughs> laid sideways on the bed, sort of bringing bits, and it's just like you just can't see nothing. What's going on? But you can just hear everything. That must, then, that must be fucking difficult to go through waking up and just finding yourself in that situation and then having to like deal with it for days and days on end because yeah. probably at that point I'm assuming you didn't even know really what had happened or you'd got only bits of information about what what, what you'd even been through yeah you know what I mean so yeah I woke up mum and dad was at the bottom of my bed at the right and then they was I mean they was like I mean, cause they could have been in hysterics or whatever, and that I, they just played it cool. And was like, basically, you're in hospital, you're in Cambridge, Adam Brooks. Uh, you've been in a car crash, this and this, and it's looking like you're going to be all right. So then, <clears throat> instantly in my head, I was just like, "Fuck it!" Like, well, if I'm here, let's get better, sort of thing. Like, let's get out mm. of here as quick as I can, because I don't want to be here. Instantly, I didn't. Like you just realise you just like, I don't want to be here right now, and uh, they said like yeah I can't talk I can't do this I could lift my right arm but like I broke my right wrist so then I couldn't really move it a lot but then they gave me there was just like if you want to say anything we brought this whiteboard and this pen so then like the lodge sort of a pen between my fingers of what I could hold. And you've done a big like, graffiti piece. Yeah, <laughs> 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 just tagged the whole place up. Like, I walk. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I think they asked me some questions and stuff like that. And I can't remember what I wrote, but then it was just like, is there anyone I want, anyone and anyone you want us to contact for you? And I was just like, yeah, just contact Rani, my, my girlfriend and everything, like tell her what's going on. Cause at the time she was living in Belgium. So yeah. you'd only heard the news from fucking, the messages did the rounds on Facebook. Like yeah, yeah. when oh, I wasn't geez, seeing, yeah. that was, that was a weird thing. Like, cause I, I, I was, always active on Facebook and stuff at the time we was trying to sort all the band stuff out because Cold Our Truth was just about to drop Truth Getter we just dropped C426 yeah, as a single yeah I remember that yeah. yeah I remember that I think that was literally the week before or something like that two weeks before so there was always messaging between the band and everything what was going on and then all of a sudden I just wasn't active for hours so then Tim just thought someone was up and then Ronnie would have thought someone was up and then people started messaging each other like in the band and stuff like well, if you heard from Joe what's going on and that and then, yeah, it just sort of spread sort of organically from that and the rumours and everything. And then, like, cause my family didn't want to release, like, talk to anyone what's going on. Yeah, sure, Keep yeah, it yeah. internal, at least for the time being. And then, uh, yeah, they let her know what was going on and stuff like that and just kept her up to date and everything. Yeah. I mean, we first heard our friend, shout out to Quar. He basically told a few people, few people what had happened, and we was all like, "Fuck, man!" Like we was all shocked. Big shock, man. And right. we was basically kept trying to go for him to find out as you were right. As yeah. Of the yeah, Crawl was yeah. fucking like, I'll never forget that because he, we barely known each other. Like we met each other a few times before, and then we just started tantrum. So it was kind of like a new relationship or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he, he used to work in Stansted Airport and then he got wind of what was going on and just instantly fucking dropped work, got some like quick edibles and like bananas and stuff from my mum and dad and then just drove to the hospital. Like yeah. no one told him to do that or anything. Like he doesn't even barely know me and he's doing this. Like, yeah, he's got a big heart, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's, and then he wasn't allowed to see me or anything at the time because he wanted immediate family and stuff. But yeah, he, he was always there. And he, like when my girlfriend was coming over from Belgium, because she used to live in Belgium at the time, she was coming over as like, this is when I got out and this is when I could start talking again, sort of like I got given an iPad to type on and stuff like that and I ended up getting it connected to the internet. So now I could start talking to everyone again. So you sounded like- a, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah honestly <laughs> like, Joel. they put that voice box back in and then it was just like mm, oh really mm, <laughs> <laughs> everything was like yeah it's proper weird or like Ned from South Park or something I mean yeah man that well that geezer in fucking Alan Partridge get the cow off the boat classic classic yeah, that's some trippy shit that was. They just like, after 10 days or something, or 12 days, it was just like, there you go, here's your voice back. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, there was just, just like, like, say that. something. Yeah, there was just like, hey, you, can, you can talk now, say something. And I was just like, what the fuck do you want me to say? Like, I've been laid here all this time. All I've been doing is listening to nurses talk about like shift changes and who's going out yeah. with who and dinners and that. <laughs> yeah. And then now you want, I was just like, hello. And then it was just like, hello. I was just like, I got to work on this like, before I start talking to people. <laughs> but yeah, Craw picked up Rani when she came over and then they'd never met each other before either. So that would have been you know, just a weird experience for her coming over and just, it's just all like mental yeah, yeah. circumstances. But yeah, no, like 
a lot of people was involved, so I've got a lot of people who I always thank for. Everyone but us. Straight from the heart of London. Was, it, was there ever a point, right, when you was sitting in that bed and you thought, I, I might not walk again, I might, be able to, I might not be able to talk again and they're not telling me. Did you have any of that mental issues going on? Any mental fears? Yeah, I don't, maybe not in that aspect, like they're not telling me stuff because it always went in stages. I always believe, like when my mum and dad told me what was going on from the moment I woke up and everything, I was just like, if they say I'm all right, I'm gonna be all right and that's it. Then it was kind of like, after every couple of days, they'll just be like, like nothing works now. And then after a couple of days, okay, this You check your penis, right? You're like, that yeah. works. <laughs> like, That'd be the first thing I'll check. That's man. still there. <laughs> Can I get an erection? <laughs> Mate, yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna say, if your right, right wrist was far, I'd be fucking, I'd, <laughs> Stay weeks mate. looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it just sort of went in phases. Like, yeah, every couple of days you get something back, or this works now, or this is coming back and stuff like that. So it was, it was always a bit surreal, really. But I never thought I'm not going to get out of this all right because in myself I thought I'm gonna. I'll just I'll fucking get out of it and just get a, just get better. Like, don't get down about like this has happened. Whatever, whatever mistakes have been made and stuff like, and accidents and whatever, let's just fucking get better and get out of here. Like, yeah. just you knocked out your teeth as well, didn't you? Did you knock out your teeth or something? Yeah, like I smashed all them up. So you've had um, a whole new pearly whites there, man. Yeah, there I got my gnashes in. I got three. That looks like three grand. That's like good three, four grand worth there, mate. At least, it's um, yeah, the front three are implants, and then I've got a bridge in the bottom as well. Um. Yeah, because they did like because my jaw was that fucked. I had to get like facial re uh, reconstruction, like to pull my jaw out. Because well, I had like an overhang you? sort of thing. What did they put that mask on you and like uh, some shit to it? I don't know the amount of operations I had. It was unreal, and some like the amount of drugs and painkillers he's on in hospital and stuff. He's just like it's basically face off like with John Travolta and fucking Nicolas Cage, isn't it? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> That right, that film. I was on the other night. That film, was right? Yeah. I oh, saw mate, it. That film. I saw that film when it came out, right? And I, I remember getting, I remember getting to about three quarters of the way through it and thinking, this film's really good. And then it just <laughs> ended, right? I was young. And then it ended in this fucking ridiculous chase scene, which just lasted forever. And I remember about halfway through the chase scene, I was thinking, it's got to end in a minute, isn't it? This, they've got to come to the conclusion of this fucking chasing any time now and it just went on for another 20 minutes like, <laughs> fucking talk about ruining a film it's, I thought a film was perfect it's, it's John Woof it's John Woof for you man it's fucking over the top it's stupid I love that film it's so that is this is this is some fucking eye opening fucking shit man like yeah. hearing this is like yeah man I mean it's I've, I've been involved in one car crash I can remember yeah. when I was young and my mate had um this is back in the fucking 90s. You remember the XR2s with the pepper pop? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mate just got it and he thought he was Billy Big Bollocks. So we were in our hometown, Beckton. Yeah. And it has kind of like, um, it's kind of like a ring road, kind of, going around it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and we, 8, 10, 20. Well, no, 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 there's like roundabouts and then it goes around what, by past side, by side Estate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. People don't know about, what yeah. we're talking about, but... Used to get cars racing there all the time. My mate oh, basically yeah, got into well, a race. And 20. Nothing even remotely compared to what you went through. But he went round a roundabout and he lost it. And then 
literally, I just remember it, the car swinging left, white, left, white, and the next thing I know, we just smashed into a fence because there was bushes either side of the road. So we went for all these bushes and we just smashed into a fence. That was it. Yeah. But what I do remember is how fucking quick it happened, yeah. man. One minute you're just sitting in it. One minute you're sitting there, next minute you're looking at this fence. So Isn't for it? you, I can't even begin to imagine. That's yeah. why... <laughs> count your blessings, no joke, innit? Yeah. Yeah. Just count your it blessings and all does that. Happen. Fuck it. I had a I had a crash four years ago. I was doing a right turn on this it's like a wide road. And I was doing a right turn. For some reason this geezer's come to overtake me. So as I've turned around like that, he's just gone bang into my into my driver's door. Oh shit. Mm. Fucking the one thing I remember about it was the airbags going off. Which I was thankful for, obviously, after. But it was fucking loud as fuck when an airbag goes off. It's an explosion, mate. It's so loud. And that scared the fuck out of me more than anything. But obviously, the car in my car was a bit scary as well. Um, anyway, all, all, all come to a stop. Like, this car's basically pushed me a few feet down the road. Everyone's all right. The geezer in the other car... I had, a, I had a second where I was looking out my window and I was just like, I ain't seen anyone moving that car yet. And I, it shit me up proper wow. until he yeah. got out of the car and he was all right. Me and the girlfriend that I had at the time both got out. We were like, yeah, we were all right, we were all right. But fuck me, it happened like that. Like that. Doesn't it? Just doing a right turn Sunday, boom, like every, just everything yeah. fucking explodes. The one good thing is that I had a Vauxhall Vectra and it was shit. And that wrote it off, and I got I got paid out for it. <laughs> you done it on purpose, did you? I was sitting at the side <laughs> of the road. Stories Once, like the adrenaline and all that had, had, had like <laughs> t- like gone, members just sitting there at the side of the road waiting for the AA and just being like, I'm "Gonna get a new car." Out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I was. Uh, I've never been involved with one car crash. I was like twelve, and this was when my mum was still alive as well. But uh, had a day trip to France with uh, the school I was at, so at the second school at the time, Rokeby in Stratford. And um, it was a long day. I think the coach had broken down on the way to Dover. We fucking missed our ferry. It was just one of, you know, one of them days where everything fucking went wrong. And then at night time, obviously there was a designated time where we get back to London where you get picked up. So I think it must have been, we should have been back in London by like six, about maybe seven. We never got back to like 11, 11.30. So my mum's at home waiting for us, but my big sister was there at the school. So she's gonna take us back. And I think my little sister was with her as well. So um, got a lift back with one of my friends and his mum was driving. So obviously shouldn't really have done it, but there was obviously one in the passenger <coughs> seat and four of us in the back. So we're driving down past Plasto towards Prince Regis Lane, coming up towards Newham Leisure Centre. And some geezers pulled out of one of the side roads. He's on his phone, like bear in mind, this is 97. So like phones are like Nothing just like starting. Phone, right? So you could have, you, you saw his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a big, like, and a big battery pack on his on it. Just on that phone like, with a green fucking light. <laughs> but he's pulled out in front like, and like we've all seen it. And like, my mate's mum's seen it as well like. So she's just carrying along thinking like he's going to stop like. He just pulled out in front of the road and him. Oh, bam. But it's lucky oh, that there was four of us in the back seat like because literally where we were so pegged squashed in. in, we're all pegged in so we didn't really yeah. go. We had a little bit whiplash and like knocked our faces on like the, um, the, uh, the, uh, the the headrest in front of us like so it wasn't yeah. too bad but what I do remember is which was funny when the old bill turned up 
Guess who they breathalyzed first? Your my mate's mum. Like. Wow, oh, really? Man. Yeah, mate. That's some racist shit right there, man. Yeah, mate. That was some. To be fair, if the geese, the, I think to you be, have to breathalyze both drivers. Of course, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they went to her first. Like, yeah, which is like, mm. strange. Yeah. yeah. But the geezer, he was well apologetic and that. He didn't drive off. He was right. Oh, I'm really sorry. Da, 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 da. But when the old bill turned up, they breathalyzed my mate's mum first. And that was like, but obviously it was late. You want to get home. So eventually we got home in the end. But yeah, her car was all, I can't remember actually what happened to her car and that. But we got home in the end. I just remember my mum being really worried and that. So wow, man. Yeah, man. It's fucking, it's crazy. Like, did, did they do a blood test on you? Because obviously they couldn't breath, breathalyze you, Joe, because your jaw was. Yeah, broken. no, they would have done. No, they had like so many blood tests and everything like that, but yeah, no, it's like, yeah, he's just he's got the old, a little, a little old, cocaine in his <laughs> just a bit of brown and that, but uh, <laughs> no, no, it was just like first thing in the morning, so I ain't fucking drinking or anything. No, I gotta go work and that. So. Shit, be man. surprised, mate. All these fucking footballers and that who drive around in the morning all out of fucking tree, like, driving in the air, mate. Yeah, driving yeah, yeah. around all fucked up, mad in it. So um. Let's talk about the recovery, man. Like, how long did... So you couldn't walk, you was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Sorry, how long were you in hospital before you got released? So I was in hospital for two months. Um, I got... Two months, man. Gee, that's yeah. Two months of hospital food, damn. People man. spend a lot more time in there. I don't know how to fucking... You must have got a lot of Lucozade. Lucozade and what's that? Grapes. 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 Bananas. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing you stuff that you can't eat and that because you can't chew or anything, and you just like <laughs> looking at all this food at the end of your table. Like, oh, was it like shit. space food that you had? Yeah, they do. Um, it looks like so. Imagine if, like, the example of one of them was just like a cottage pie or something like that, or shepherd's pie. Oh, all mushed together. All mushed together, but then it's like you have carrots and peas and everything, but it, it's in the shape of carrots, but it's not carrots, as if it's just been through like a gamma like a ray or something. Like, it's just oh. absolutely blasted. See, you can you just like because like, you can't chew so you just have to like just put it on your tongue and then just mash it up in your mouth and then swallow what you can did so, that actually uh, taste of anything some of them did, like you just put salt on it like just salt it all up like <laughs> yeah. just uh yeah it's the food ain't the best but the, the do what they can yeah the, the do feed you well like as much as they can as well like because you i lost so much weight in there not that i'm like man mountain as it is like but yeah, I lost like two and a half stone in hospital as well. Like, Fucking hell. From Jeez. when I first went in, because then you get bloated up because you're all swollen up and then you go right down yeah, yeah. when it's all the wounds are coming out and stuff. So it's all, uh, you lose quite a bit of weight. So they try and get you on like, I think 3,000 calories a day minimum. Anything yeah, yeah, else is a bonus, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I ate as much as I could, I do, I still do. Like, but I just don't seem to fucking put it on. You're lucky, mate, you're lucky. <laughs> well, probably one day, like, not your professor or something, when it all just piles <laughs> up. Do you, do you think, even though it's a long time later, do you think your body's still healing in a lot of places, like, because you did so much damage? Yeah, I, there's some stuff that'll never be repaired. Like, my knees and everything, they're both, both of them are fucked. The right one more, I guess, because that, like, the, I think the pedal or something went and like smashed my kneecap, like it, it hit the uh, gas pedal, like hit my knee and then it was just like that shattered into like eight pieces or something like that. So they've done all this like intricate needle and thread work with like wire and everything on the inside of my knee and just like sewed my kneecap back together. That's fucking mental. So you had to go through the like, that they can actually do that. Yeah. I know, it's really fucking clever. I mean, if you think, if that was like, I'm no doctor, but if that was like, I was in the 70s or something, maybe you'd be 
They couldn't do that, no, and you'd, yeah, be, you'd be walking wouldn't. with a permanent limp, or you yeah. have, you'd have you'd to have sticks or some shit. Yeah, they'd probably have to take your leg off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, the guy who did it as well was probably like my age or something, or a bit older. Like I got to know him, Hussein. Big up, big up, Hussein. Like the, he did most of my metal work and everything like that, and it's just like how he's fought to do stuff, and then the way he used to come round doing the rounds and everything, and then he's just like, well, yeah, this is what I did here, and then this is this, and then this is this, and it's just like, how did you even think of this in the first place? Like, instead of just replacing the knee, because I was just like, why don't you just give me a new knee or something? Like, because this is just now knackered sort of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, this would always be better than a replacement. Yeah, replacements are not great. No, so you get, like, keep keep what you can while you've got it sort of thing. So if he could repair it, he did. I mean, I've got a, a my right hip, like, because my right leg went into my hip and smashed all my hip to bits. <laughs> so, yeah. um... You was popular, yeah. Yeah, so I've got, a right, I've got a hip replacement in the right, but... That's, it's like, I don't know, I've never had a problem with it, to be honest. What was the physiotherapy? So, to get back to walking, do you, what was that like? Yeah, so then, yeah, I was in a wheelchair for a couple of months after leaving, um, and then learned to walk again. So, yeah, physio is just at least trying to get out your chair first and everything, because I haven't, it's weird that you don't, I never, you never think about it, but like, if you're in a wheelchair and everything, you never go above a certain height like if you lay down in a bed a lot, your head is always low. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you sit in a wheelchair, your head's low. When you stand up, you then get dizzy because your head hadn't even been like higher and sort of four foot or whatever for the past months. Oh, so it's like yeah. yeah. So it's like a it's a really weird and exhilarating experience at the same time. It proper knackers you out because you just your legs are because you haven't been using them. They're, no, they're pretty much nothing. Like all the muscles withered away and. Although there's nothing there, it feels so heavy, like as if you walk, you're, like you're dragging yourself through custard or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. And then yeah, it's just like first steps is getting out the chair on the on the on the crutches, and then gradually taking your first step, um, right, left, 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 like what is it, left leg, right arm, and etc. And then just fucking, you just keep doing through that, and then I just keep going back to physio. That was in Huntingdon, so big up Huntingdon physio ward for what they did i can't remember the guy's name but i passed him on a hardcore de demo of like loads of populations <laughs> and stuff like that's really cool man yeah it's dope man yeah but i mean part of my recovery was actually I, I know i've told ray this and i think i told i might have told nikki as well but part of my that's a knuckle nick, yeah. yeah like big up knuckle does forever because what i went through in hospital and everything like that um my sort of like anthem if you want to call it the sort of thing that or the song that I relate back to the whole thing is Burning Fight from Knuckle oh, Dust. Cool, man, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. always been my favourite song of yours anyway. Oh, cool. Good and then cool. like the lyrics in that, I could fit it to my situation. And then while I was in there, you brought out, um, you brought out a new album. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. remember what it was. At the, oh, what's the name? Um, Bloodflies Alibis. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. And then, um, no, it's the one after. Uh, Songs of Sacrifice. Songs of Sacrifice. I can't remember my own shit, man. <laughs> yeah, go on, yeah, with, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. With the lyrics, with the and the scars remind me of the of who the man I am. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When you because you dropped life that struggle, yeah. life yeah. struggle, you dropped that video while I was in hospital. So then I was what uh, I was waiting for the release of that, and I watched it like as soon as it dropped and everything. And then it's just like instantly that bit of song had like connections with what I was going through and stuff. And it was just like that's sort of why I said it was like the hardcore there's bits of hardcore in this because the hardcore has helped me get through all this and then like metal and stuff um 
while I was in hospital trying to like they kept like the physios in hospital while, while I could barely move was saying just try and do this just try and move your arm a bit move your legs a bit every now and again as much as you can so then I used to sit there and then just like do the drum beats to Knuckle Dust albums and Sergio Fiori just because it's a simpler beat to get started with and then later on I was listening to Niall and Dying Fetus and that so it was just like the beats <laughs> were building up I'm coming back yeah so it was um yeah and then having my I had my base in hospital as well just to even like look at as like inspiration is to get the fuck out of that place um and get back to doing what I was doing before so yeah I could just, right, just imagine the fucking Rocky 3 month Rocky's Rocky 3 or Rocky 4 5 the, the is montage it? it's Rocky 4 isn't it the montage. No, Rocky Four, yeah. yeah. Rocky Four is Rocky Four is the one with a good soundtrack, isn't it? Yeah. Is that the yeah. one where he's in, when he's he in goes the goes shed? The, when he goes to the fucking log cabin and that, like. Do you know log cabin? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what was the chorus for that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, that was no, the uh, instrumental, oh, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's that's got uh, like living in America, um, and fucking I had a tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classics on that. I love that soundtrack. Well, good soundtrack. But man, yeah, with Joe, your, your story is incredible, man. I wanna, um, what festival was it? F- Shedfest. Shedfest, man. Um, there was Cold Hard Truth, a plan. Yeah. You'd obviously been in the hospital for, well, been, that was about what? How long after the, the crash? That was, I can't remember what month that was in, but I was, I missed one show basically while I was going through all this was um, Spring Fest, which was in Milton Keynes, I think. Okay, yeah. That was when Craw stepped in on bass to cover me on that one. Yeah. And then I was saying, that's the only fucking show I'm going to miss because I didn't want to miss any more. And I was planning, sh- like, I was already like planning shows while I was in hospital and stuff. But yeah, Shed Fest was the first one that I came back and then I was in a wheelchair for that. Wow, yeah. So let's, let's yeah. talk about that because there was, re- we heard that you was going to, make your first appearance after your, your accident with Cold Eye Truth and you was gonna, you was in a wheelchair and you was gonna play on a stage in a, you weren't in a wheelchair on stage, you, you was in a chair, when you, was you in a normal chair? No, I was chair? in my wheelchair. You was in your wheelchair? Yeah, because my legs so, were that, I, used, I had to have like these leg supports on my wheelchair because I couldn't bend my knees oh, right, and stuff wow. like that. So I had to have my legs at certain positions. So yeah, they had to, like, I just had to get like people just to hoist me on stage. And you, you, mm. your mum and dad was there? Yeah, my mum and dad came. Like, so a hardcore cool show? Them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my little brother was there, like, winging people around in the pit and everything. Um, yeah, it was surreal. One being just sat down at a gig, like, it's just weird not being able to move as much and stuff like that. Like, I'm one for headbanging and stuff, but I couldn't really move my neck as much at the time. Do you know what? I, I have to say, man, like, that's like, really a brave thing to do because I think if that was me... I would most probably just still be in bed. I'd get the box set out, Game of Thrones, and I'd most probably wait until I'm walking again before I'd want to come out. But for you to do that, I think that's fucking incredible, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, shows a lot of great yeah, man. Shows I'd your character, man. So respect yeah, to you. Yeah, I agree. Cheers. So people are just like, going through some shit, and if you go, oh, my life's fucking not going anywhere or whatnot, you just... But that's it. It's just... Some things, of the things happen just like that, isn't it? Like, so... Yeah, some of the people I saw in hospital and everything like that, they're just like, oh, like moaning and stuff. And I get other people are going through different shit than I was, but it's just, when you're in, when you're in situations like that, it's just like, you just got to do what you can do for you. And any whatever that is, like even just like allowing yourself to have the control to the bed, like to move up and down and stuff like that, because people used to 
call the nurse just to move the bed a little bit and stuff. It's just like, mate, you can do that yourself. Yeah. And it's they want everything done for them, whereas if you, you try and keep your independence as much as possible, so you're going to lose yourself in your own mind. It's true. And then that's when shit starts to go really wrong. Because um, when you get passed from ward to ward and stuff like that, you get put in this ward, then oh, you're getting a bit better, so you get in this ward, and it's just like everyone I went into, it's just like if someone was already in there, I'd be like, right, I'm going to beat you out of this ward oh, so I'd get as better as quick as I could. Respect, man. Mm. Apparently, I've got some record that, like, my recovery time to the amount of bones I broke or something is the one of the quickest, if not the quickest, Adam Brooks has ever seen or something. Wow, man. That's yeah, what no, I heard man. on a great vine. Super serum, man. Yeah. <laughs> what if you woke up and you was like Robocop? <laughs> yeah. Well, <Where are> <laughs> 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 like, give him a hand, boys. <laughs> I think I remember even at one point, it must have been like, I remember when Tim and Scale came, they were like, the I think the first visitors outside the family that came. And then it was just like, yeah, well, I've got like all this metal in me and everything. It's just like, yeah, I could just fucking start my tie and everything. Like, just <laughs> you could have start fucking people. But up. It's like now, yeah. it's just like, yeah, with my movement, it's just no chance to be honest. But yeah, it's uh, it's weird. You, I can feel it still in my body and everything, but it's nowhere near what it's got. Like a hell of a lot better than it was. Wow. Well, um, well, if, imagine oh. you woke up and Bill Cosby was in the end of your fucking wall. Like <laughs> 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 you couldn't move. <laughs> That's not even a joke. Fuck, imagine That's that. Jimmy Savile. I don't even want to laugh. Oh, <laughs> I don't. And you Fuck. know what? I don't want to laugh at that because he actually did. I mean, I thought, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, I know. Stuff, didn't he, man? Fucking mad. Savile did that. Bill Cosby never yeah. did that, did he? No, Savile done. Savile did that. I ran into Savile one day. Literally. Like, really? Do you know them? It's, this is a, took a turn. This is a fucking weird one. Like, <laughs> on. Yeah, you know them like... The Red Bull used to... I don't still do it. Like, they used to call it the soapbox derbies when people used to... They still do it. They still do it. Yeah. It was in Leeds, I'm sure it was, and me, Dad, and some. This was like fucking years ago. We was kids and everything. We just went up, saw this thing, and then me and my mate went to the hot dog stand or something, getting some food. And then this guy just was stood there, and he wouldn't move out of the way. And was like moving down the line in this hot dog stand, and this guy just wouldn't move. So I was just fucking barged him out of the way, and then got my food and everything. And then my mate was just like, "Do you know who that was?" I was just like, "No." He's like, "Jimmy Savile." And I was just like, "Oh, oh right. right, I was about that then." Yeah. <laughs> and then they, and then all that. I was just like, "Fucking hell, that's mad." That is. Fucking hell, man. Oh, yeah. At least someone had a bit of a fucking go at Savile then, even though you didn't <laughs> know it was him. Yeah. Good thing you didn't know who fucking was him. Like, get pally pally with that fucking dirty bastard. One of my fucking hot dog. Anyway, man. So my final question for me anyway, um, when you go through something like that, has it changed your life? Like in a way, I mean, has it changed the way you think? Has it made you say, right, all the things I want to do in terms of traveling or being in a band or, you know, when you say, oh, I'll do something, I'm going to do it tomorrow, I'll do it next year. Has it made you change? Like, are you more like, you never know what's around the corner? I need to, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm sort of like, yeah, you never know what's going to happen sort of thing take each day as it comes I, I'm not I may have been at some point I don't know whether it was just all the morphine and stuff I was on at the time but I was I think a bit euphoric in things like in ideas of oh I'm going to do this now I'm going to yeah, get out yeah, and do yeah. this mm. when at the end of the day I really just wanted to get out and just live life as I did and just get back to life as yeah, which normal is cool, man. Yeah, yeah. but then after I got out like me and my girlfriend have moved to London ever since because I just didn't want to stick around that area afterwards really and 
yeah, we <coughs> started life over, like she moved over here and we're in Croydon now, sunny old Croydon. Oh, Croydon, yeah. man. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry about that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> should, should, someone should have told him about Croydon before <laughs> we went So I moved from one shithole to another, but <laughs> to uh, another. yeah, no, it's all, it's all good. So where are you now in terms of um, recovery? You, is there still bits you have to do? I know Steve already kind of answered this question. Yeah, there's, there's, they there do any? a yearly checkup on your, on your hip. That's just a general thing that the NHS do when you've had a hip replacement because they just check for arthritis and stuff. But I know I can always go. But I, I always, I still keep my um, uh, appointments at Cambridge because I know they know me, and I know you can, you can go wherever the fuck I want. But I always like going there just for peace of mind sort of thing because I know that they're good at what they do, and. And then I think I just gotta go check on the teeth on once a year, like check the implants. Oh, we can make sure that the pearly whites are good. Yeah, just most important thing. The routine stuff, really. But yeah, I, we'll I have to ask, why did you get black and yellow teeth um, installed? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bumblebee, six nine. <laughs> I could have gone nine. for a full gold set or anything. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I just thought I'd see. <laughs> keep oh, it clean. Cool. Did you? Uh, have you got any magic tricks you want to show us or anything like that? <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> I've uh, I've knocked that one on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on the Thames every now and again, but <laughs> yeah, when you said that, I was like, the first image of Google, and then he's like, this fuck as he is now, sort of thing. Yeah. I was like, shit. Yeah, he looks. Ill, I haven't. Ain't it? Like, I haven't talking, seen he's talking about just those that don't know. He's talking about Dynamo. Apparently, I look like Dynamo. Apparently, Joe yeah. looks like Dynamo. I don't think he did, he got I, a goatee. I don't, I don't, see the, <laughs> I don't know. There's, yeah. there's similarities. Like there. there, like <laughs> look at it! Like, I feel, nah, I feel, I'm not cussing Dynamo because he's actually fucking talented dude, and he's nah, like, Dynamo's wicked, brings man. a lot of fucking joy to people with his magic tricks and shit. But yeah, he, he's fucking fell off hard and got through some serious illness in it. Like, so yeah, he's yeah. someone was saying celiacs or something like that. I don't fucking know. I don't, the finish is man. He's just put on loads of loads and loads of weight. Like, in like, didn't he get jaundice or something as well? Like, he just got I, don't know. Some, I haven't. I haven't actually seen pictures of him recently at all. I have to have a look. Should try and do some finish. magic tricks to get that back to back, get himself back in shape or something. Like. Yeah. Nothing works for that. It's just NHS that will fucking sort him out. <laughs> They're magic. Anyway, yeah. man, any final words, Mal? Any final words? Yeah, end of the month um, and beginning of September, we've got Ready Fest. We've got um, Higher Power headlining on the Friday, which is the 31st. Life Betrays Us and many other bands are playing that day. And of <coughs> course, on the Saturday, Marauder, New York Hardcore fucking legendary bands they'll be playing CDC recently announced and Abuse of Power Iceberg and many many more bands make sure you get your tickets in advance see tickets.com and also Dice FM we want to see as many people there respect and if you like Marauder you're probably a big fan of the Master Killer album yeah mate and they're playing the whole thing in full oh, what's, your wait, favorite, what's your favourite what's your favourite Marauder song on that album oh, fucking hell um do you know what? I'm shit with song titles. The fuck's it called? Da 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 da. Yeah, I like that. Life is pain. Yeah, life is pain. Yeah, Fucking love that. My one is that. It's the lyrics are fucking meant. The lyrics are so good. It's just all about like politics and fucking the corruption of the world and shit. Like, is it monetary gain? Uh, take by take take, take by force. Something like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that tune's hard, man. Yeah, and the last tune, caught in a crossfire. That tune's fucking yeah. hard, man. 
Yeah. I saw clips of them at This Is Hardcore. I love hardcore, that whole album, that was insane man. as well. Them at This Is Hardcore, yeah, the Master Killer. I saw, I that saw that actually, hard, yeah. Man. Remember the last time <coughs> they played fucking, uh, they played Birthdays the last time and that fucking pit went a bit fucking crazy. People started picking up fucking Birthdays. crates. And just running across the fucking like, <laughs> you know what? I hate that dumb shit. Fucking, uh, dumb shit like it picking up the fucking no, the barrels, the beer barrels, picking it's up beer barrels, just running just, across. That, the, I'm sorry, the people with that shit is dumb. Well, we got NHS, so <laughs> it gets yeah. fucked it's up. Just just needed, yeah, get yeah. Yeah. With Wayne was Wayne was showing his age. I'm so mad. I think that shit's dumb, man. You can just. Hey, Mark, they ain't got to pick up a fucking barrel. Hey, Mark, they're each slander in the pit like go mental. Anyway, man, why you got to do those kicking? I want to thank. Joe, man, thanks so much for coming yeah, man. and sharing your story, oh, man. Thanks that for having me. Appreciate um, it. Six billion dollar man, Ted Diabetes. Sick, man. Yeah. Respect, it's, Joe. It's fair to say you're quite lucky, really. Oh, yeah. I look at you, you just look normal. You don't walk with a limp or anything. Or you don't... Got a tad of a limp, but yeah, no. I, I, I haven't I, noticed it, yeah. I mean, uh, it's quite remarkable, man, when you tell me how bad the accident was, so... Respect yeah. to you, man. Like, thanks for sharing your story, man. Have you got anything you want to say to your family and your uh, no, that supported you? Thank you for everyone who did everything you could. At That's the all time. right, man. I, 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 I don't because uh, I can't. <laughs> Waymer, especially. <laughs> I was literally going to say no, nah, I'm not going to say that. I couldn't keep him out of the hospital. <laughs> um, no, just, yeah, you know who you are, and I've said it a million times. And big up the NHS and everything they do, and everyone who works for them. Yeah, man. Sweet, man. You're going to talk. That's it, then, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Thank you, man. We'll be back. Someone needs to do the outro. What's the outro? Oh, Everyone. Come on, Blackie us. Chan. Get it right. <laughs> Everyone but us. You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London. <laughs>